had an amazing hot topics like that was crazy as hell we still talking about that shit now hot ass Kanye, you did it a fucking again but we're gonna get into a more serious note on other issues that is uh affecting our communities and you know affecting women and right here right now i have the beautiful miss ayana fard in the building yeah yes hey. give a clap it up for that yes and uh those that don't may not know who she is, which I don't know why you don't know who she is. She was the young lady who confronted her predator at a family event, and uh, she, you, you suffer from being molested. Right. And she confronted him. Now, what made it so brave is because a lot of women don't do that. They keep that in silence and they deal with their pain. They cushion the pain. They go to all kinds of therapists. But she confronted her predator, so. I salute you, sweetheart. Thank you so much. Yeah, she's our WCW in the building. Right. So, I want to go back to that night. Uh, was it a, a funeral? Um. Well, when I did the video, at, that was the repast. This is after the funeral. Okay. Um. When I noticed that he was there, that was at the funeral. I had got up and spoke. You know, my cousin we have that uh, passed away. My older cousin. Mm-hmm. So in the middle of me speaking, I guess. I'm assuming that the audience, you know, friends and family thought that I was choking up because of, you know, what I was talking about. But um, honestly, it's because that's when I first noticed him in the crowd. He was sitting there in the crowd. Now, was people actually really attentive to what you were saying or like was your words going unnoticed? If you understand what I'm saying. Um, I I mean, the only thing that people might have noticed is, you know, the way my word flow started to go, the way I started okay. to sound in the middle of talking. But honestly speaking, I don't think nobody had had it on their minds that, you know, what was making me choke up was the fact that I saw him. I think because it got overlooked so much over the years, mm-hmm. people didn't even consider the fact that me and him was in the same room. Okay. Yeah. So as you was actually saying these words to them, nobody was really like, oh, it's really going down that she's really confronting him. Oh, no, see, because you're talking about, you know, the repass. Yeah. I was, you know, I was saying the funeral, but, you know, the fast forward to the repass. Oh, do I'm, you, oh, hold on, like, I'm, I'm trying to get a whole why, yeah, like, you yeah. said this at the funeral also? No, yeah. at, after the funeral. Okay, after the funeral, so all right. the funeral is when I recognized them. Uh-huh. After the funeral was when I decided to pull one of my oldest cousins to the side and ask him because he had to do... You know, excuse himself. I don't feel comfortable with him being here. I don't feel like he should be here. It's not right. Mm-hmm. You know, my cousin gave me a a reaction that wasn't a yes or a no. It just was like, I convinced myself to take it as, oh, well, maybe he just going to take care of it. He's not trying to talk about it right here. Let's not make a discussion about this. Let me just deal with it. Mm-hmm. I'm just assuming what a man, you know, would do. You mm-hmm. know, it was a male cousin, so. But that wasn't the case at all for me. Okay. So that seeing him and it, it it triggers some type of emotion in you, where you couldn't just take it anymore because I'm pretty. It seems as though he was molesting you when you were younger. Was there a large gap of time space where you didn't see him, or was you constantly seeing him and then you had enough, or was it both? No, I I haven't I haven't seen him since I was younger, since those years. So and I was six when that happened. Um. You know, any other time I seen him right after that, I want to say seven, maybe eight years old. But I remember him getting locked up after um, I spoke up about it when I was six. 
and that interrupted, I guess, the process of us, you know, pressing charges on the dude and whatever. So this is my first time seeing him as an adult. This is my first time mm -hmm. seeing him in over 10 years or more, you know, when I felt like I had to speak for my young self. Now, the first time that I met you was at the Women With Voices event yeah. where you won an award for your bravery. And not just your bravery, but what you're doing in the community and, and speaking out and helping other victims as well. We're going to fast forward to what you're doing now as far as, but go, going back to that, you were saying that he, he was also, there was other children involved and you, oh, you did my cousin too and stuff like that. How did your family react to you telling? Did you tell when you was younger yeah. and nobody believed you? I told immediately. I told my mom. You know, she reached out to all the family members, especially the aunt who was watching me at the time. And nobody believed my mom. You know, whatever she was saying, I was saying. Nobody took a side. I guess they kind of, you know, well, they didn't kind of. They brushed it under the rug. They made me almost believe that what I was saying wasn't even true. I had to, you know, smack myself in the face a couple times to make sure I was even telling the right thing because I was seeing a distance amongst, you know, my mother and the family because of that. I almost felt guilty for what happened to me, and I knew I was telling the truth, and it was like, how could you not believe something like this will happen? How could you not believe that, you know, a child could experience, experience these things and talk about it, and maybe because it don't get spoke about. I mean, I'm not sure if kids lie about these things, but I knew I wasn't. And that was, that was going to be my next question, like, was they trying to, like, ostracize you from the family, like, treated you different? Any type of way? I mean, as time went on, people just pretended it didn't happen. He wasn't around for every family function, so I got away with being around my family without him being involved, period. But um, apparently nobody believed me if they even allowed him to even be there. And now since my video has went viral, you know, globally, and I'm sure my family's seeing that, you know, everybody else seeing it, and nobody is reaching out to me, nobody is trying to speak to me. If anything, I feel like it's some type of shade going on that I didn't ask for and I didn't expect. If anything, I was expecting support from them, but I'm getting just the opposite. Nobody want to deal with me. And the word is that I um I made the family look bad by doing what I did, by confronting. I mean, you did, but I'm going to say it in a Nah, she way. didn't. She didn't she, make them look bad listen, at all. Listen to what I... I understand. My fault. I, go ahead. You meant argumentative. I'm not. I'm just all saying, right? like, how she didn't saying. ask Thank to... Thank you. You, you know did. I mean? Because... That that shows their shame too. Right. For them not believing what you're saying. That means they put on front street too, because they knew too. Even if even if you said something or even if they didn't precisely know, you said something. They didn't believe you. Right. That hurt and everything that, that carries with you is theirs to blame too, because they could have did something about it as well or comfort you or try to help you get over it. Not get over it, but help you through that process mm -hmm. of healing. And everybody shunned you. Yeah. So that fault is their own as well. So, I mean, you didn't make them look bad. You just shed a spotlight of who they really are to me. Yeah. Because I know a lot of women uh, that go through this as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, oh, well, you made us look bad and stuff like that. Well, nigga, when I was trying to keep it indoors, you wasn't hearing me. Mm-hmm. Right? Am I right? You're absolutely right. So exactly. Now, as an adult, like, is the the statute of limitation is too far gone for you to do anything legally? Or um, I believe so in the state of New Jersey. Well, I'm not sure if it's okay to stop the state in the city, but I looked it up. I think in the whole state, I think it's 
too far from when it happened okay. to you or when it when you said it happened to you. But and is other kids involved also, right? I mean, I'm sure that's the case, but they're not speaking out. So until they do, then it's like, you know. But what I end up doing is I had moved into a new apartment mm -hmm. two years ago. And when I moved in, I was like, you know, I, I got a son. He's three. I said, let me see if I got sex offenders in the area. And he popped up. Wow. He popped up, um, registered for like three cases. And this was after me. This wasn't even me. And um, also, I had another young lady reach out to me on Facebook telling me how he raped her when she was six years old. Wow. So this is his rap sheet, and this is what he's been getting away with. And apparently, he's been charged and dealt with, you know, police and, and seen a judge. And apparently, it was 100% okay to let him back out on the street. So, like, how do you feel to see, like, this Me Too movement going out? And you see, like, all these these so-called celebrities, you know what I mean, getting accused, but they shine a light on them. What about the common folk? Not calling you common. No, you're you, right. You're starting your own right. You understand what I'm saying? But, like, how do you feel seeing, like, that I mean, happening? I know in this game, which I try to charge everything to, is, you know, if you got a, if you got a platform that could be much higher than, of course, your word to get around. Mm -hmm. I can't honestly say I see anybody do what I've done. You know, as far as confronting, and I could also say that, you know, what I did was before the Me Too movement even started. Okay. You know, it was no such thing when I did what I did. I seen that amongst, you know, I, I don't know, maybe the energy was just flowing amongst the world. So you probably, what, you probably the one that kicked it in, kicked the whole door in, like, boom. Yeah, because I did that, what, September, that didn't start. It's a little after that. Now, I'm, what I'm about to ask you may be controversial. Shout out to all my LGBTQ, ABCD, whatever, community. Yeah. All right. But they have a portion in there where they, I don't know what that part is called, where size suggests or some shit like that, where they feel like, well, age something. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's like all the people, well, I feel this age, so I should be with that age. And they oh, make yeah. it, you know what I'm talking about? Where they feel like I guess it's that should be or something like that. And how do you feel about that being a young woman and having a old, a young kid and having a old man, you know, okay, well, oppress you and then they're about to make it normal? Anybody with common sense know that nothing about that is normal, especially not giving a child the opportunity to make a decision. You can't make logical decisions as a child. And I don't mean like a 17 year old or a 16 year old, I'm talking mm -hmm. about a little kid. Little baby, and even them, not 100% sure. I mean, legally standing, you shouldn't, you know, be interacting with nobody that's a, a minor. But um, what I feel like, you know, I don't want to say our government, but, you know, how do you feel about it? Is enforcing the idea that these people are um, mentally challenged, maybe, and that should be their past for, you know, them feeling how they feeling. But a thought is a thought. Granted, you can, you're free to think. But that don't mean you got to make that thought of action. That don't mean you got to go mess with kids because you've seen a child and you felt somewhat attracted and you had no control of it. But you definitely had control of your action. You had control about, you know, touching on them and doing whatever. So, but, you know, back to people feeling like they could be with babies or kids or stuff like that. Like, who would even allow something like that to happen? So it kind of makes you want to investigate, you know, the people who making the laws or improving approving the laws because these got to be the same people that's into that same kind of stuff and it's disgusting and i was saying the same thing like they yeah. they doing the same thing and they want to make it free so they won't get ostracized and stuff or put to blame as well that how did you nasty. cope how did you how what were some of the things that you were doing to cope with this violation 
Um, um, I guess the hardest part for me is not having any support, nobody like to have my back, because I knew it was wrong. And I know I knew it was wrong because I, I told my mother about it. And a, a couple things let me know it was wrong. I'm not sure if my mother ever told me, I don't remember that far back, you know, if she ever told me, you know, never let nobody touch you here and touch you there and stuff. But I had a brother, and she made sure she separated the things that we did. She separated us in the tub. She separated us when we used the bathroom. We used the bathroom differently and stuff like that. So I knew it was a difference, and we couldn't mix the two. So I seen something being mixed, and that already gave me a red flag as a little girl because, like, this is a man, you know. I'm not sure if a woman would have been doing that and I would have reacted differently. Who knows? But I knew for sure that a man had no business, even in the bed with us. Like, my dad wasn't around, and if he was, he wasn't sleeping in the bed with us. But I know the only person I slept with was a woman, and that was my mom. So just him being in the bed with me, let alone touching on me and doing the things that he was doing to me, you know, and it kind of made me feel like it was just for me because it was other kids in the bed and he wasn't touching them at the time. I mean, not as far as I know, he was just on me. So it was like, I don't know. It made me feel disgusting. It made um, me hard to deal with, I want to say, in the future because that kind of reflected in my relationships, how I dealt with things or, you know, how I felt comfortable with certain things. And I kind of started to play the blame game. I, I, I was just using this, I don't know what it was, but I just... I made everything. Um, I made everything real personal. I kind of didn't want a man to touch me a certain way or do a certain thing because it just all bring me back to those feelings that I couldn't stand to think about because it'd make me really feel like low. You know what's next from feeling low? A lot of people get suicidal. A lot of people go through depression and stuff like that. And, Did you suffer from depression? Um, throughout the years for other things. I don't want to say it was from that because what was so comforting was that my mother believed me. So at least it was somebody, like at least one person. Sometimes that's all that counts. And uh, she believed me. She stood by it. You know, she stopped me from going over there. She wasn't one of the people who, you know, forget about it, don't talk about it. And what my family is trying to tell me now is your mother didn't want everybody to know this. So that's why we mad at you because you, 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 you know, my mother passed away now. So they feel like they can God speak bless. for her now because she's not around. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Um, your mother wouldn't want you to spoke out about this and that there. And then they, this is my life. This happened to me. I had to deal with that pain and that damage. I think it places blame on them too. It makes them feel shame I as well. They don't want to deal with that shame. If y'all was doing, yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. I, I'm on your side about it as well. Like y'all should have stepped up for me when I was saying it instead of having me extreme measures. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, think, doing things outside of the box instead of talking in line. I think we was having a conversation about that earlier. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So moving forward, I mean, you, you've been through all that and it seems that as though it played a part in the way you handled men in, in real life situations. I mean, it stifled your ability to explore your sexuality in a healthy way. Right. You know, as a, as a woman, you know, would normally do it in, in, under normal circumstances. So what are you doing now to try to uh, change all of that? Um. I'm trying to figure out the best ways that I know how to reach people because I always was good at that, um, but now I got something specifically I want to do. And it's not just women I need to talk to because I have a lot of men that reached out to me, and way more men in numbers. That were being molested? Way more. Okay. Way wow. more than you even think wow. about. And that's another thing that's going to be hard for men to speak on because they feel 
ashamed about speaking out. They feel embarrassed about it. They feel, you because know. Because your manhood was taken away. Yeah, you didn't and, they and give it, me a choice. Right. And to admit this, like, on top of me being violated, I'm being put in a box or well, you might be gay. You, exactly. I'm being stereotyped exactly. as well, so it's harder. And that's very unfortunate that's, because that's so now sad. it's making like, it easier for abusers to do what they do because they know Damn well, you ain't saying nothing. Or you're yeah, because not only you don't want the shame of it, you don't want to be considered a homosexual yeah. or somebody who's gay, you know. And and really, it's not your fault. You didn't. It's not like you wanted that to happen, but right. you don't. You don't know that. Then it's like that's a fact. This is. Serious. I mean, today earlier um today I had a um I spoke at a uh, it's called Second Home on Evergreen Place in East Orange, New Jersey, and. I spoke to a group of women between the ages of, I want to say, 30 and maybe 70 years old. And a lot of the women had a lot of testimonies, and they spoke on the things that have been going on. And I'm telling you how old these women is, so that's just giving you a time frame of how long this been going on and before then. So it's like, and they was giving me, you know, different, like, for example, one lady was saying, you know, if you had a, one, it was real big on not having babies out of wedlock, so they didn't want you to have babies out of marriage. And then... They don't want babies that came from rape. So a lot of the times you'll find children being raised by their grandparents because they'll send the mother away because she got raped and this is the rape baby and own the child as they own. And a lot of things that families did to just keep the name looking good. So it wasn't that they didn't care, quote unquote, about they 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 daughter, you know, going through what they went through, but they wanted to keep the secret because they didn't want to look like they was, you know, out of God and all types of other stuff. And, you know, besides that, it was a lot of situations where the men was paying all the bills and sometimes the mother in exchange, you know, she would use her daughter to, you know, to give and the daughter happened to be the child of the father. So, you know, that type of incest. A lot of that was going on back in the day and it just made it the norm. Another reason I was hearing today, speaking to the group of ladies, was that um, it wasn't a lot of laws for it back then. So it was nothing that really was going to happen to a man if he did that. They didn't really had too many cases of women speaking up to even create laws for it. And a lot of the cops that you're reaching out to, I mean, this one lady told me she reached out to a cop and he raped her. Wow. <laughs> like, like it's just, it, we always had it hard and we always had to fight it. So me, I've been going around, you know, speaking to schools, especially young people, because this happened to me as a child. So a lot of this is going on to children, especially yeah. the innocent, people that can't speak for themselves. So they're going to get away with it with that. Um, Speaking of different organizations, I also got an event coming up in my job where we can actually steward. So that's yes. on May 5th. And okay. Yes, that's what I wanted you to talk about. Yeah. And now we will be live at location in Jersey. We're going to be in a building. and I, Yeah, so I wanted, yeah, because I feel like a lot, I'm looking at your page and you're doing a lot of amazing things. Like I'll be wanting to go to the tea parties and all okay. of the etiquette classes and, you know. I want to do all that stuff with you, and and I feel like it's amazing to to watch that because let's let's keep it real. A lot of women who've been in your position had messed up lives and couldn't cope and couldn't come out of that bubble yeah. of that hurt. They 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 have that pain and they try to medicate that pain or mm-hmm. you know outlash on society because of that pain, not realizing the root of it or trying to deal with it. But the fact that you turn such a negative, horrific thing into a super positive is like kudos to you because mm-hmm. you don't see that strength that that dominance anywhere and i feel like you really took your power when you confronted it because i never seen no shit like that like who does that people complain behind closed doors 
Or even if they want to do something major, they'll go to the courtroom and the next thing you know, the guy is served and you, you know, you have all these different things, but you, you stood your ground. Like that was the most powerful shit I ever saw in recent years. And I commend you for that bravery. You know, I wish more women were like that and step up to that. And I feel like you took your power back. It's one thing to, to, to do it other by other means, but it's another thing to stare that motherfucking in the eye. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, did he did he apologize? What happened? Did he like walk out? I mean, yeah. no, he didn't. He didn't understand. He already, you know, this is what he do. Mm-hmm. He already felt like he didn't got away with it, especially if he got as far as to be around all of my family. Mm-hmm. And attend the funeral and the repast and sitting there enjoying the food. Yeah, because that and nigga still, was eating chicken. Did and still nobody didn't do anything. Nobody put the beats on him. Nobody pulled him no. out. And... and I'm sure somebody could have overheard. I mean, I, I ain't telling you. It was a lot of people. They yeah. was, was listening. So, yeah, that's why I was asking her at the beginning. I didn't, yeah. under, I didn't think it she understood what I was I mean, saying. After the fact, um, I went back to my, my seat. I was trying to see whatever my son was going to eat. He ain't want nothing with the chicken, so mm-hmm. got up, uh, everything that was left on his plate, what I did was, I had, um, I grabbed my plate, mm-hmm. he was standing like by the walkway, it looked like he was trying to engage in some type of conversation, I don't remember who he was talking to, but you wasn't moving fast enough, especially after me confronting you and you still here, Yeah. all he had to know is wasn't nobody going to defend me, so it was just another girl crying wolf and nobody believes her. So nobody was paying attention to after the video started? Being posted. People, I felt it was purposely being ignored. Nobody cared. They didn't want to Nobody wanted to deal with it. Supposedly, That's it's crazy. a funeral. It's the wrong yeah. place. The wrong time. It was nothing to tell this man to leave. So how, like, how was your relationship with your family after, like, I know, like, I, I only can imagine how it was growing up. I mean, like, after that instance, how was the relationship with your family? Did did it open your eyes more, or it was already like I already knew what time it was, like? It doesn't matter at this point. I mean, it it confirmed to me that nobody believes me. And not only did it, can't nobody really even say that at this point now. I mean, it's, it's apparent. I've been speaking mm-hmm. this for I don't know how many years. And look, I confronted the dude and he can't even mush the camera out of my face or tell me, you know, I mean, what would you do if uh, a female came up to you with a camera saying how you did this and third and you knew it wasn't true? You're not even allowed that video to even, come on, that was a whole one minute and some change video. You know, on top of that, I mean, I didn't mention how I smashed the plate of food in his face. I couldn't record that. That was just in that moment. I was I was getting irritated with him still being there. And it was like, you know, nobody defended that. But um, no, nobody in my family reached out to me. So what I decided to do is to keep moving forward. I decided to keep uplifting other females that's going through the same thing I'm going through, but mm-hmm. nobody believes them and feel like, you know, same with Mel. So mm-hmm. what I decided to start, and I'm a great writer, so. Thank you, because that's the next question. Go on. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely going to write a book. I'm well, not going. I'm, I'm in the process now, so that'll be wrapped up real soon, because okay. I already had a lot to say, and a lot of this already been on my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, So I'm going to put it all on paper. And... Exactly. So let's go back to these events. So the whole Ashley Stewart event this uh, Saturday. So what's that all about? What it entails? What's it going to have? And it's going to have magicians and popcorn and shit. <laughs> okay. So it's a retail store. So I know I'm limited to certain things that I know I'm going to do. So that'd be, um, I guess the, the, the promo for the next event that I'm planning. So I have a date for that real soon, but I'm, 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 I'm working on both at the same time. But, um, 
No, it's definitely gonna be a lot of empowerment for women. I got different people speaking out. You know, um, a lot of poetry, a lot of um, guest speakers, a lot of, uh, well, a few performances. Um, people just you know showing their different art and a lot of important people. You know, including politicians and you know educators like professors and stuff like that. I think it's gonna be a um a good place to network amongst other women that's that feel like they're empowered and already prepared to empower other women so that we could you know, pull each other up instead of pull each other down. So I think it's going to be dope. So far, it's doper than I expected, you know, as quickly as I already jotted down. So my job already, you know, got their hands on grassroots things because uh, it's a plus-size plus store. So a lot of women they don't come in there feeling as confident, and that's just the vibe that we try to get women, let them feel as confident as possible. So, um, yeah. It's, it's going to be great. I don't even know I think how to it's going to be amazing. I can't wait to go there. I need you to come. Now, I know you have the you have the book coming out and everything. Yeah. What if... that sounds, This sounds like a Lifetime movie for some reason. Sure. What if Lifetime what comes mm -hmm. and offers you a movie deal? Who would you want to play you? Oh, that's a funny question. Who played me? I thought about, I asked him that the other day because um I'm actually Yeah, I was talking about that. I hit the nose on the button. Yeah, you did. Cause we the was, button um, on the nose, whatever. We was we was um I'm working on a film now for like my life, so I got mm -hmm. my hands on um it's like it's called Women's and Medias at Rutgers um law school that they got in North New Jersey and my aunt Pamela Morgan happened to be the director, so she was like, Yeah, this is a good idea. We should, you know, talk mm -hmm. about this. Who would play me in a mm -hmm. movie? Maybe like a Willow Sniff, right? That's Hell the girl. No. See, because these people her. around my. Uh, All right, my fault. Thank you. I should have. We so sisters over here. Yo, it's funny, right? Because while somebody in. The, <laughs> listen, uh, I think it was the Shade Room or Lil Duvall, one of them. When they were posting my video, mama, I seen somebody in the comment. Yeah, Lil Mama, she was wild. Yeah, but I'm getting to that. Mm -hmm. Somebody put in the comments, oh, we thought that was Lil Mama. Little mama too. Oh, oh like, little like, little mama? like little mama, like a oh, grandmother now. She ain't little mama, little, mama, little grandma. Yeah, like but she That's old as not. shit. Look how I young she know. is. Like, uh, come on, nah, no way. She need like one of those yeah, Nickelodeon characters. Um, I don't she know, look I like a Nickelodeon character. I guess I gotta find a little light skinned girl with some light eyes. But then it depends on. It might be a couple different people because if we're going to talk about, you know, yeah. my childhood experience up to me now and what exactly. I did, it's like, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, I mean, Little Mama could possibly, but. Uh, old, no, little no, Mama's no. old as shit. Sexy she Lexi. Shit. I think she's, she's trying to no Listen, no anybody have any suggestions, <laughs> bring them to me because I, I don't know too many people that look well, like me. Not right now. That's not yeah. older than me. And all y'all, all these web series, somebody need to reach out to her. Step, instead of keep doing this, we in the hood, selling drugs and all that, step out your comfort zone and, and tap into this type yeah, of shit. Yeah, do something you different. You know what I mean? Because it's different. But I think different. it's Lifetime worthy. I think, I want to see it on Lifetime. Fuck YouTube. I want to see it on a major network. I think this would touch. And then the I ain't so saying YouTube. I've been saying niggas got the camera. They could, you know I'm what just mean? saying. Netflix can pick it but up. Well, we are pressed for time, and I'm so sorry that we are, but I just want, before we leave out, I want you to give a message to all the other little girls who are unheard of right now and maybe going through what you went through. Um, I feel like the best thing I can say is just something I would do, and it's to keep speaking. I don't care how loud you got to scream. How many people you got to tell? Never stop telling somebody. You know, keep telling to somebody. Believe. 
I don't care if your mother, you know, wish, you know, wish that you wouldn't. They try to, you know, bribe things with you, like your family, you know, people not going to love you no more. Tell you certain things like that. And that's more specifically at children. They try to make you feel like you hurting somebody else by, you know, expressing your truth and letting them know how you were certain. You should never be ashamed of speaking on something that you went through because just like my voice, your voice can help somebody else. And you know, we got to break the silence. There's no reason why we feel silence, you know, to our men and for boys, you know, feeling silence to women because we feel like, you know, they're dominant and they can, you know, take control of us and we have no say and we have no rights to our own body and that's 100% false. Yes, and I, I'm so proud of you, sister. Like, I really am very proud of you. Like, you know, and I see more great things coming yeah. for you. Um, also, hold on, not to cut you off, there's yeah, it's more great things. I'm hearing you had a school college tour going on. Yeah. Right oh, yeah, yeah, that's something super dope that we're doing. Um, a high school and a college tour. So right now yeah. we're starting in Jersey, but we're going to keep expanding because so far the reactions I'm getting is exactly what I felt like I needed to even push myself to keep going further. And I was surprised that people were so empowered by what I did because it was never on purpose. But yeah, it's since we since dope. we like was talking about stepping out of the box with the whole Kanye thing, you said college and high schools. But when you was going through this, you was like six and eight. Yeah. You think that you might do I, elementary, junior high? School I want to do elementary. Um, only thing is, I gotta find a way to do it with you know the parents. We gotta see if the parents wanted, you know. How they want the conversation to be conducted? Do they want to be there? Yeah. You know, so I mean, it's a little different. different yeah, I know it's more younger. sensitive. Yeah, I know it's more sensitive. But the only reason why happening. I'm saying that, even in kindergarten, maybe, it's happening. Maybe right? the cure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe the cure, or maybe a lot of these things won't be happening less if we encourage the youth while they're going through it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's the age that they're going through it, elementary, junior high school. Yeah. Even you kindergarten. Know, if we can teach them to be more shit. vocal and not crazy. scared about it, you could probably lead the way for that. That'd be huge. 100%. I've been, you know, in meetings right now. I you think know, parents talking about be with it, though. I think making that a will. part of, you know, the curriculum, at least anonymously, you know, try to ask at least so that we can have a, um, you know, a, a mount you know, hypothetically, or how many kids are going through this, that way we can know that this is an issue. Because look, this is how many kids they say yes anonymously that they experience these things. So that's why it's important because that's a lot of the students, which more than likely it is because there's a lot of adults. So we know the kids going through the same thing. The cycle has not changed. Yeah, exactly. It's right. just a new, a different day. Thank you so much, Ayanna Farr, for coming. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Like, Thank I you. I really appreciate you sharing the story. Um, for me, it was very important, you know what I'm saying, for you to tell your story because it's, it's happening more than we give it credit to. And then when it does happen, we just brush it under a rug. Yep. And I don't know if y'all know this, but the whole theme of today is Say it out loud with your chest out. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And don't don't stop being so much in pocket. Because if you would have stayed silent, that would have been in pocket. That's why people mad at you in the other one because you was in pocket. Mm-hmm. You you doing what they wanted you to do. You did what you didn't want to do. You was outside the box with it. Confront him on camera and so that was out of the box like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you did that, girl. Tell everybody where they can find you, where they can see your next showcase or your your next speech. Um, well, most of the stuff that I got going on, I usually post on my Facebook, and my Instagram. So my Instagram is Five Butterball, 
5 B U T T A V A L L and my um Facebook is my name Ayana I Y O N A H um I Irene I R E N E so that's what it is and it is that'll bring you to um uh, my business page it's the same name so check out all the things that I'm doing the great things I'm doing and the stuff I got upcoming I got like a post of you know my tour dates of places I plan to speak so it's going to be real dope. I plan to help as much as people that need it. Right. Do you have like a hotline number maybe somebody could call? I mean, I got my phone number. Um, Well, a phone number that I use for anybody that wanted to reach out to me. Yes. So I put that on my Facebook okay. um, message call and on my Instagram. So you can just click the link and get straight to me. Yes, and before we end, if there's anybody out there that may be going through being molested by a family member, stranger, whoever, please tell somebody. Tell somebody. That's very, very important. You don't have to suffer through this. Like, that fault is not your own. You really need to have a little courage. I know it's hard, but just tell somebody, anybody that you may trust so that madness can end. And hopefully we can work towards ending that shit forever. And I want to thank everybody for streaming live. We're live at today. We covered so many topics and I appreciate you, Ayana. And I'm sorry, engineer over there. I know you want to go home, but this, this was very detrimental to the future of our society and i think we need to start becoming better people and start loving each other stop mm -hmm. trying to hurt each other and thank you for That's tuning in and we up off this yeah. ah. Peace. <laughs>